0: Week of two men in a shed, totally uncensored. I just want to send out a great big thank you to our loyal listeners and new listeners alike. Please go out there and tell five of your friends about our wonderful podcast. George, yes, Christopher. I feel like we haven't left. We've been hanging out a lot. We have been
1: together <laughs> a lot this past week. So.
0: Yeah, I we, last week did the podcast on Tuesday. And then. Uh, I showed up at your house Friday morning. They showed up at my house Friday morning, and then we spent the weekend together mm-hmm. like some besties. Yes. We cruised all over um, eastern North Carolina, the Crystal Coast. I love the Crystal Coast, to be honest with you. I could never, ever move back to Missouri um, for no reasons whatsoever. The Crystal Coast is beautiful to me. Atlantic Beach, Indian Beach. Uh, it is pretty, up um, pretty uh, up uh, Emerald Isle. I feel like when you go out to the point of the island, has the best sand um, in eastern North Carolina, um, and it's peaceful. Um, uh, the beaches are clean and <coughs> not cluttered of you know trash. And um, us a Um there isn't a whole lot of fucking cigarette butts or anything out there in the sand and everything. So
1: well, Saturday was a beautiful day out there at the beach area. And um, so am I on? Do I sound like I'm on? I don't know. But uh,
0: mic check. Yeah, mic check again. But anyway, live on air, mic hey, check, hey, mic anyway, check. Yeah, okay. Sometimes we want to get this out of the way before we go live. <laughs> I know. I'm re- well, we did, uh, but now all of a sudden I was thinking,
1: uh, I don't know. It just seems like I'm not hearing I, myself. I feel like the, the, the,
0: headphones, hear the, here. the yeah. headphones are a little uh, softer yeah. than they typically are. But
1: All right, anyway, getting back on track. So, um, so yeah, we started Saturday out with, uh, you know, tell me about your Pokemon Fest.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, go Fest for Pokemon Go. Um, it was fun. Um, we played all the environments. We got through it, um, and uh, we we traveled around and, and visited a couple different places. We started off, and uh, you know, sweet, lovely downtown Swansboro. Um, well, actually, we started in Jacksonville. Well, we started in Jacksonville, but Jacksonville's Jacksonville, right? right.
1: Um, then we ended up at Swansboro. I'd never seen downtown, so you wanted Swansboro, cute.
0: Yeah.
1: They have a nice little uh. Uh, so Swan,
0: th- um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Swansboro's cute. Um, they got a c- couple places down there to eat, but it's right there on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 I like the mixture of um, you have people our age with the youthfulness of the local people. And uh, the flavor of it, uh, the brews, um, the places to eat, and it, once again, it's right down on the water. It's always cool. Oh, I always I have that that wind coming in. That place
1: we stopped in was just so nice. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah that's baked Brew and something else on the corner there downtown Swansboro. So if any of our loyal listeners or any or our new listeners ever get to Swansboro, North Carolina, um, it is not a place where you can spend you know all day and totally get lost and immersed in it. But if you if you go down there from, like, you know, 11 to 3 or something, you have a great places to eat. You'll have good stores to go shop in, and, and you can get cold beers along the way. So
1: And they got a cool little candy store down there.
0: Yeah, cool little candy store. Um, but we ended up coming back there, but uh, <coughs> we uh, traveled on down to Cape Carteret, and we stopped in a place called, I think, Mystic Beer House yes, or something like yes. that. Oh, this place is... This place has went through a couple owners, and this place used to be really, 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 really cool. You used to have a free arcade in it. Had had, you know, a pinball. It had, like, a, you know, the giant Jenga games. It had a whole bunch of cool stuff in it, and not to mention a lot of just beers you'd never heard of. Never, ever, 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 ever heard of. Um, and the house was full of them. you just go pick up a can, go pay for it, and the next thing you know, you're drinking it. But this place... uh.
1: There was nobody there.
0: Well, the paint was peeling off, the ambiance to it. And it's just kind of a a going thing with this ambiance thing. But we'll we'll hit that up here in a second. But it it was dead. Um, You would think for a Saturday, everyone out, um, that they might stop in there and have a couple of beers before they head on to their next location. But uh, it wasn't fun to be at. It was kind of uh, (laughs) – I don't want to use the word depressing because I was with good friends. It was just (sighs) – um, let's just say it was uh stagnant. I think stagnant's a good word for there. Yeah, it'll work um, for that place, yeah. But uh it's been through a couple owners and it looks like they have been keeping up the upkeep. Uh it looks like it needed power wash, it needed someone to walk around and pick up the trash. And I hate places like that. You know, I hate places where you look at the trash and it looks like the trash can hasn't been emptied in almost two weeks. You know, someone to have re- low little respect for your property, you know. And it, it definitely needed to take some, care of it.
1: It definitely needed some customers, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I used to love going there. Um, if anyone's familiar with uh, out here and know where I'm talking about, then they can vouch for it, too. So we cruise on over to uh,
1: – we went we down go?
0: through Moorhead and went back up onto Atlantic Beach, and we oh. went to a brewery called Crystal Coast Brewery. Yeah. And a lot of times I enjoy going to brews. I almost always buy a shirt or I'll buy some sort of knick-knack from there, which I did. I got a sticker from there. Uh, to put on my laptop
1: which they charged a dollar for
0: yeah well you know whatever but uh talk about lack of personality <laughs> you walk in and have like they have like this big couch living room uh love seat sofa recliner and you're like all right this place is going to be chill this is somewhere you can hang out with get out of the the humidity and have some good uh homemade brews um but we went up to the bar, and uh, the bartender was, fuck, I mean, he was a step back in human evolution. He, he, it seemed like he barely knew how to talk. He had no personality uh, at all. None. He had personality of a snail yeah. just fucking slithering slowly up and down the fucking yeah. bar, barely taking care of anyone. It took us forever to get a beer. And the sad thing is, it was barely anyone there. No, no.
1: And, and it had, like, a, I want to say an industrial feel. I think that's what they were going for. But it, was, it also had, like, a hospital feel at the same time. Like, nothing there. You know what I mean? It's it was uh, it's sanitized. It, it's a big building because it used to be uh, one of those surf, surf shops where you go buy all your stuff for the beach. So it's one of those big buildings. They turned into a brewery. But it really, to me, had no character at all. It None. It was like boring. There was no music playing at all. No None. TVs. What well, was it? There, there, there <laughs> were a couple TVs, weren't there? Weren't there yeah,
0: but n- really nothing on there. I think drawer. they were running, like, um that fail tv or what it is okay. that chive tv yeah. which is kind of cool to look at but you know uh, i don't think that's really good for a brewery no, to me no. sports channel that well, shows highlights all well, day maybe is better uh, uh,
1: plus if you if you went outside but out back uh, there was no shade at all so you'd stand out in the in the boiling hot sun yeah
0: and that day it got up to i think a 96 it was a pretty warm day and 96 is hot but then you include that north carolina humidity yeah. it's fucking that's bacon potatoes. Fucking hot. <laughs> it's fucking unbearable.
1: So yeah that that place did nothing for me at all. Not at all. Yeah,
0: they had some raggedy old little arcade in back there that, uh, you know, a lot of breweries have free arcades where the games are free. You had to pay a couple quarters on to get on these machines, and um, I'm not for that. Um, and they they weren't really all the fun arcade games anyway. They just kind of. Generic one, right. so.
1: And I don't, and I don't really think their name, Crystal Coast Brewery, was uh, was really all that original. To be honest no, so
0: no, but I mean, it's a Crystal Coast, but oh
1: well, yeah, but I mean, everything down there is called Crystal Coast something. Yeah. You know, so
0: there's nothing stand out about no, this place, not at all. you know. Especially
1: I was, I, the the beer keeper is that what they called him? The beer keeper.
0: Beer keepers, keeper keeper of beer, whatever.
1: I think that's what he was called.
0: Uh, but they had Bud Light there for you, so that was a good thing. Yeah, you know? you're, I, you're not a not really you're not an experimental beer type of connoisseur. Well,
1: not really a big beer fan anyway. I mean, I prefer Jim Beam, but I, I've been trying to cut. I've been cutting. I have cut way down on that. I barely touch that either. So yeah, you know, I drink a few beers every now and again. I do like the orange Bud Light. That's pretty good stuff. So
0: yeah, orange Bud Light's good stuff. You know, I like ciders. My favorite cider though is Slip in Cider uh, Brew. It's it's really tasty um i hear that anheuser's supposed to be coming out with new beers called slip inside or bush um so who knows if that's going to be a hit or not i want to say it's going to be a great hit among fraternities and um you know maybe military right. p- folks or something but i'm sure the are going to go after it you know you can't name a beer slip inside bush and not know, to get some know, backlash from it
1: oh we also forgot to mention we went to twin peaks on that friday um, last time we went, the C, C team was working. I think the B team was there this time, weren't
0: they? I would say the B team. The B team was there. Not quite A team. They, I think they had some A team substitutes for <laughs> right, the B team there. Right, right. Yeah.
1: But uh, the service, everything everything was
0: downhill. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. It was lackluster. I feel like our food sat in a window. and uh, I
1: felt like we were there for hours For and hours,
0: hours. Four hours, but then we had Dina, you know, uh, she yeah. was on our podcast, you know, day drinking to Dina and a banana, and talk about Jabberbox, holy crap.
1: Won't shut up.
0: I love Dina, but man, she was a Jabberbox. She Dina, was talking you about gotta, everything, Jabber, 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 down jabber, a Jabber, 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 yeah, but she was going on and on and
1: on. I know, I said, I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a cigarette just to catch a, you know, quiet piece here and... She went with me, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and just kept talking. I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my yeah. gosh!"
0: But, but yeah, the food, the quality of food, wasn't as good as it usually is. And if it happens again, I'm probably not going to go there maybe well, ever again. Yeah, or
1: and, and I screwed up though because I, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the waitress say sweet potato fries. I thought she just said fries, so I said sure, and uh, I got sweet potato fries, and I hate sweet potato fries.
0: Well, that's your fault.
1: Well, I couldn't hear her, and who? I've never had anybody ever ask me. You want fri- sweet potato <coughs> fries?
0: Well, I think sweet potato fries was what comes with the dish, oh. and then if you wanted extra potato fries, that was well. something different.
1: So I didn't. The experience to me, um, you know, I, I didn't really enjoy my, my meal, but um, yeah, we
0: didn't have no Ireland waiting on us this time.
1: No, Ireland wasn't there. No, we, 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 we were hoping she'd be there this time. No, but,
0: she wasn't but there, so. um, you know, I had to, I had my top three picked out, and I think I had a I had a good nice lineup there. If I had a you know, do the draft of uh, Twin Peaks ladies that day, so.
1: <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right. <laughs> what else did we do? Then we went back to the bar there in Swansboro, hung out on the at the water there for yep. a little bit, had a couple beers. And we listened uh, to a
0: one-man band. Mm-hmm. He played a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, Margarita, Margaritaville type of tunes. Right, right, right. You know, he, he had a tambourine on his, uh, his sandal. Yep. I don't know how you get that, and I've never seen that before, but he had a tambourine on his sandal. I know. I know that's w- that's one instrument I'm going to learn how to play is the tambourine. <laughs> um I hear there's classes for tambourine play. So uh Oh, well, did after that we called it a day, right? Oh yeah, we went back to the house and uh
1: just chilled out the rest of the night on the patio. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. We barbecued up some food. Oh,
1: that's right. I forgot we did that. Yeah, we queued up, up made some ha- chicken, yeah, made them burgers, chicken, yeah, all kinds yeah. of shit. So. Yeah. Which is a good th- weekend. Which, by the way, uh, the, the weight check this week—I'm down 27 pounds.
0: Well, congratulations. Yeah.
1: So that's good. I feel better. I feel a lot better. I'm looking better in the mirror. So
0: yeah. But so you're but, a handsome dude. Well, thank th- I appreciate that. You're a little stunner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Chris.
1: Our, our next topic is—we're going to roll into our, our next topic, which I usually don't put my business out there for everybody, and, and, and I don't air my dirty laundry. I don't, you know, I don't, you know. But but we're going to talk about a subject that a lot of people out there can. Uh, What's the story I'm
0: looking for. Well, you got to think, uh I mean, not by getting away since you're not saying it, but you got to think, I think the statistics almost up to 68% of Americans get this in their lifetime.
1: Yeah, we're talking about divorce.
0: Duh, dum dum Divorce. Yeah.
1: Some of us have, uh, I'm sure most people out there have been through it uh, once. Um, th- I'm, I'm two times, so.
0: Oh, uh, I, w- I will never get married again, but I am divorced one time and I will stay divorced one time. Unless. I find a rich, almost person that's about to die that I know I'm gonna be married to no longer than five years and I'm going I'm gonna get the inheritance. <laughs> I hate to say that, but you know, the saying's true. The first time you marries for love, the second time you marry is for money. I'm that fucking dude. If an eighty year old wants to marry me, she don't have any she has all this money, no family to give it to, I will be her fucking I'll be her little cub. As she's an elderly cougar, and I will take that money. I hate to say it that way, but fuck it, I'm being real. I will. I know you. You know, are. there's no interest like <laughs> self interest, and I'll tell you what, I will blow the cobwebs off of it to get me some inheritance okay, money. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's so. Uh, so that that's what's going on uh, going on lately, and uh, it, it's not fun. Everybody knows it's not fun.
0: No, I've never heard one person say, "You know what? I'm going to oh. get married so I can get divorced because no. that shit is thrilling."
1: No, and and on TV, you know, on TV they always make it look. Um, you know when you watch those drama shows and, and, and one of the DAs and, and one of the prosecutor or one of the DAs and one of the lawyers used to be married and he had a kid together and, and they always look see each other in the courthouse and they're all like how you doing Jan? I'm doing great Steve mm-hmm. like, and, you know they just Lincoln look. lawyers out of way. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln lawyer yeah. perfect example. Yeah. And and they always end up hooking up here and there later on. That don't happen in real life. <laughs> I don't really it doesn't life. <laughs> you know I'm not saying you can't get along but I, I mean, I I don't know how many people are are still, uh, you know, doing all these other extracurricular activities because when the other person moves on, they move on.
0: Well, I know a lot of um, I know a lot of divorced couples that get along mm. just because the kids, right. or they just they just don't want that in their life. Like you got to think, if you're getting divorced from someone, why do you want to carry that energy? Exactly. You know, it should, that's just some other sort of stressor. But I know a lot of couples that get along for their kids and say, you know, um. But that's rare and far in between. I mean, most of the time when people get divorced, like the kids are the the main source of weaponry, I guess you could say. Right. Um, and it's just out for blood and, and 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 money and just how bad can I hurt this other person? And it's it's horrible. You you see the worst in human beings when they go from love to this divorce to this like type of hate. And I say this all the time because I think. I don't think you can just hate a person. I think you gotta have emotions for a person before you can hate a person. Um, right. I think hate's just such an emotionally charged uh, feeling that um, you gotta have some sort of uh, love and companionship and partnership with a person before you can actually hate them. And that's a sad thing that w- divorce does because to me, there's unfairness in divorce. A lot of people say split 50 50 or this, that, and the other. There's always a clear winner and there's always a clear loser. It always comes down to most of the time, I hate to say this, but most of the time, I wrote a paper like this on a, in a college, at least in the state of North Carolina, 82% of the time custody goes to the woman. And once the custody goes to the woman, if you have kids, everything else kind of goes with it.
1: Well, my, th- my take on that is, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, everything you said there it doesn't apply to me, but um, my take on, on the whole custody thing, I was never the type, if it's an unfit mother, yes, but I was never the type. The, the mother does most of the work, at, at least in, in in my marriages. Anyway, And I've tried, you know, to jump in there, sometimes you just don't know what's going on. You're oblivious, and uh, and you know, and you and, and you don't realize that all this extra stuff needs to be done. So, uh, but no, I, I would never try to take any of my kids away from their mo- their mothers in at, at, at any in either one of these situations. So uh, I understand that part. But I don't have that issue. I, I, don't, I don't really have that. I don't have the hatred thing going on. Uh,
0: I feel like breastfeeding women, not saying that women who, who don't breastfeed is, has, has a less of a connection. It's just been my experience that women who breastfeed their babies have a closer connection to their kids. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't know, if, I don't know if I can agree with
0: that. Well, I, I feel that way. Um, and that that when it comes to the father taking care of it, being the nurturer for the kids that young, I think the babies <coughs> sense that, you know, the father isn't necessarily a food giver. Right. You know, that's a, a necessity of life. I think babies are smart enough to, to know that, here, this dude isn't necessarily going to latch me onto him and physically feed me from their body. Um, so that's the type of connection I'm talking about. But also, it comes down to the other shit, like... You know, I, I hate hearing a housewife or a house husband gets part of a person's retirement. Now, I'm to the point now, though, uh, I'm bitter enough. If I ever, ever, <laughs> ever did get get married again, and it comes down to divorce, and if I can rate that stuff, I'm going for it. I used to be like, I, w- I wouldn't play the game, but I would fucking go for it. Um, but I hate the fact that, you know, you got people who never worked who are househusbands? That's their job in the marriage. This, that, and other. Now, our son is getting a certain percentage of a person's retirement. I'm not for that. Alimony, to me, alimony is anti-marriage. The reason I say this is, but just say you get married once, and you're married to a motherfucker for 20 years. Now, there's certain mathematical equations depending on your state you're in. You get 20 years worth of alimony from this person, unless. Oh, yeah. You get married again. Right, right, right. So why in the hell would you ever fucking get married again if you're getting a paycheck from a motherfucker?
1: I don't know if it goes. I've never seen a case that goes that far, but obviously I'm not in everybody's business. I I think when I paid alimony, I think it went for
0: three years. Three years, which is also bullshit. So here you are getting divorced from a motherfucker. Divorce is dissolving all strings of matrimony, but yet here you're stuck to this motherfucker for the next three years. You got to pay him? Bullshit. And Clearly, and there's a winner and a loser when it comes to that shit.
1: Well, there is in a number of other ways, too, if you look at it. Like um, uh – you don't see your kid every day anymore you know you're not there in the evenings anymore you know yeah. i mean i mean I, and uh, you know pe- people are going to say well you get this this that happens i get it okay well, i'm talking about whatever happens through the marriage up to the time when you get divorced okay you can look back and see everything that happened wrong you can look back and say well I, you know i w- wish we could we could have fixed this blah 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 but uh, my point is once it's done it's done and then you know you don't see your kid every day you're not there yeah. And 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 there is a lot of pain involved in, in that and and there's a lot of pain involved when when the when the other person uh, goes through their grieving process and and moves on before you do. You know, cuz a lot of people like think it's a contest, it's a competition who who's going to go find somebody else new. Uh so a lot of people get wrapped up into that. So
0: well, there's a couple things I want to say from that. I mean, you're right. It sucks being the person to find out that the other person's moved on, especially when there's um, still a lot of feelings and attachments to it. But then again, that's another problem with marriage, too. People move on way too fast. I have a friend who met her fiancé. Within a week or two, they were engaged. Really? They were living with each other. They were moving. They done uh, combined their bank accounts. Wow. And you're talking <laughs> about you, you know this person. You actually love this person. you really only been together less than 30 days that's crazy. you know that's that's moving at the speed of light for love
1: well some people like being in a relationship they don't like being out of them I
0: mean, and they look past all the other fucking flaws the lack of communication if you're with a motherfucker for two weeks clearly you haven't learned how to communicate with them you know
1: true true
0: we t- do talk to couples who's been together for a couple of decades mm-hmm that's what they say we learn how to communicate with each other i know when it's a good time to approach her i know it's a good time to approach him i know how what feelings what what words actually hurt and what words don't so they learn how to change their language into words right
1: right. well and i'm glad you brought that up when you say people have been together for decades you don't really hear about that anymore unless it's the older crowd and i think the reason for that is because uh, there's too many distractions in life now there's too many options. There's yeah. too many options. I mean, you got streaming. You got. You know, there's always something going on yeah. that distracts you. Tender, from, Bumble. Right. You know, it distracts you from plenty of fish. Yeah, distracts you from what you should uh, be focused on. And like I said, then you lose sight of what you should have been focused on. And then you don't really see what's going on. And, and you don't think there's a problem. And next thing you know, there's a problem, there's a blow up, and uh, it's, uh, it's too late.
0: And focus is a good word. It's a lack of focus. Because how are you going to be focused on some other person you're flirting with on the side? Mm-hmm. And still maintain that amount of focus you're supposed to be put on the person that right. that that's that, well, that I mean, supposed I, to be well, truly yeah, valued. Well, I'm,
1: I'm not saying just people that are on plenty of fish and Tinder and all that. I'm saying like just within the home itself, do you get caught up in uh, your streaming videos? You know, you're watching the, the TV because there's so m- there's so much out there to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get wrapped up in that mm-hmm. too. So there's just so many distractions now, and I'm I think right. that's why a lot of people don't. I think that's why a lot of marriages don't last very long nowadays. Uh, but you know, you see the older crowd, and yeah, they've been together what, 25, what 35, 40 years. Well, yeah. I
0: think I said this before on an older podcast that comes down to value of time. So you can sit on the couch and enjoy a show together. You can binge it and share into the experience of the show. But what's the value of time? You're not actually communicating. You're not actually going back and forth. You know, you might be cuddling. You might say, here, you need something while I'm up or something like that. But you're right. not actually engaging in valuable time and valuable communication. I think one of the best ways that couples can stay together and learn how to communicate by playing cards, getting a fucking deck of cards out, shuffling the bitches up, whether you're playing goldfish or rummy or poker, I figure that's one of the best ways to communicate. One, not only that, you're not only verbally <laughs> communicating and and picking on each other or having that competition, but you're also learning all the non-verbal cues that persons do, people do, you know? What if your wife picked up an ace, Now, all of a sudden she gave this nonverbal cue? Right. Now you can equate right. that into maybe something that Throughout the day, you see that reaction from her. Maybe something good is happening to her. Say, "Hey, did w- something good happened? Did you get a good email at work or something like that?" Now you can start equating that to actual feelings. Yeah, I mean, but the, uh, the, the, the,
1: the the biggest deal is, like I say, when when, when it's over and 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 you know, there's uh, there's nothing else you can do about it, uh, it. It it sucks. Obviously, it sucks. Fuck. I remember.
0: I remember. Uh, I remember finding out my ex-wife. She, uh... And I'll share this shit with y'all. It, it, what was shady about it is that my ex-wife actually hired a private investigator to follow me around when I was a recruiter. Oh, I forgot about that part. And to just find out that she was dating a mall cop, of all people. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, so I got left for a fucking mall cop. Paul that Blart. Paul yeah. Blart, man. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I got left for a fucking mall cop. And, uh... Finding out that it's truly over, because uh, until you really find out it's truly over, there's still that little nugget of hope, that grain of sand of hope, that here you're not, you're, you're married, you're salvageable, solid, 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 this, that, and other.
1: Well, you hope they miss you enough that they, you know, they turn around, <coughs> but but uh, once they reach a certain point, like I said, they're, they're done. And, and then, like I said, you know, when <clears throat> when you're not together for, for a period anyway, then, it, you know, you can't, you can't really... You can't really fix it if you're not doing anything together during a period. Yeah. You know, uh, if, if you're just over here going, okay, it'll all work itself out. We just need a little time apart. Uh, that that, I'm, that My advice is that's not the way to go. Yeah. If you want to salvage it and, and, and you care about it, uh, but then you you know you got to worry about crossing the line of being annoying and not giving them their space either so see so you don't really know what to do but you, you got to try something you can't just sit there well you don't want to come off
0: desperate exactly, and annoying exactly. but you also want to be present you want to you
1: want to let it be known that you want to fix stuff yeah. and if you don't do that then uh, there's nothing you can do about it so you
0: know. yeah yeah and the other person's got to be willing to uh, accept that well, too well you, you got
1: back to your communication you okay. have to know where the other person stands and if you don't know where they stand you don't know what's in their head then I I don't know what you can do. man. Yeah. I don't know what you yeah. can yeah. do.
0: Yeah. But back to my my ex wife leave me for fucking uh, Paul you know, Bart. Paul Bart. I look back on it and I I can sit there and say I could have been a better husband because one I was re- recruiting duty and you work mass amount of hours mm-hmm. and there was just times where I just didn't want to go home right away. I want to go fucking sit at this place called Coach's Corner because they had the fucking best happy hour in fucking town. They had the two for once. I know, I know where that is at. Yeah. And I wanted to sit there and unwind. And unwind <laughs> turned into sometimes Chris getting drunk. You know? And there was times where my ex-wife would call me on my cell phone and uh, say, Hey, when you coming home, I'd be like, one more. And one more turned into fucking three more. So I could have been a better husband. Yes. We all could be a better husband. Um, <laughs> and I feel like, you know, we just had uh, my second kid, Dakota. And Logan was still young. There was a lot of she was and she was working full time. So for me to ignore her the way I did, she found uh, she found a, uh, someone who wanted her and needed her right. and and felt accepted. F- yep. Someone else. That's
1: what happens. When you're, so, not, when you're not attentive.
0: So is she wrong for looking somewhere else? Yes, but I also could have provided and been a better husband and said, you know what? I get what you're doing, and I can come home and help instead doing the things that was I felt like I was needed to do. So. But, uh, yeah,
1: okay. I mean, you, you people get you can rehash it all day. And, uh, and, and, you know, you bring up that, uh, you could have turned around and told her, uh, you should have let me know, you know, what I w- was not seeing. And then, of course, she would have turned around and said, We've had this discussion before. We've sat down. You know, you have one discussion, they expect you to remember everything. I uh,
0: hate the worst I, comment I hate is, You should have known. Yeah, you should have known. You should have known. Well, I don't know what I, I don't know. I
1: wish I had known. I wish it was, I don't know what head. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know what I don't know. I, I, yeah. I if I don't see if you're not telling me and you're telling everybody else, I can't fix it. Yeah. If we have if we wait till a blow up and then we sit down and have a conversation, well we have already defeated the purpose right there. Yeah. It should have been discussed before it got to that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I apologize if I don't see it, I can't fix
0: it. You you if you don't know it, you, you can't yeah. do nothing about it.
1: So I, I don't know, man. You know. Uh, it's never like I said, it's never fun. It, it it's it's sucked uh for, you know for you know for a bit now.
0: And my divorce was a waste of fucking money. I was in Afghanistan when our whole separation happened. And um, so I ended up over there and I had to email communicate with my lawyer. Every time I sent her an email, she read it 15 minutes towards an hour that she was charging. Gee whiz. So you think how many emails that go back and forth or how many times you've been sitting there and now you have an email conversation. My bli- oblivious ass, I was like, well, I did paid pay her some fucking money. So I'm going to email communicate back and forth. I get the bill. Every single email, even if it's if, if it one sentence or three paragraphs of information, 15 minutes. Wow. So it can get expensive. So it comes down, if you're getting a lawyer involved, you got to choose the right lawyer. you got to be communicated with your lawyer. Like, here's my needs, my wants, and here's what I want to come out of this. But It's all a fucking toss-up
1: yeah, guess the judge gets the final decision. It's
0: all a fucking toss up, you know. If you can't com- if you can't if the two parties can't agree <clears throat> to the negotiations, then the judge looks into the family law fucking book and he goes fucking down the line on it. Now. At least that was my experience. If y'all want to share in your experiences, please feel free f- feel free to email us at 2 shed to a leon at gmail.com or blog us at www2 shedcom Um But, uh, you know, everyone's been 68 percent of Americans have been divorced or gone through a divorce. Um, But it's been my experience, though. It's also kind of location. For example, I have friends back home in Hannibal, Missouri, that have literally been married to their high school sweetheart since 1996, 97, 98, 99. I mean, I don't know if they've ever been with anyone else or this, that, and other. All I know is that they've been married right. for that fucking long. Right. I mean, longevity, it, 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 it's, it's there. I think it's a dying thing. I, I, think, I think this newer generation also lives in a disposable world where they don't want to fix anything. They don't want to fix cars. They don't want to fix sinks. They don't want to fix their washer and dryer. They just rather fucking throw it away and buy a new one. And I think that is evidence in their relationships. Um, it might so be,
1: might be so, yeah. yeah.
0: So it, it's just one of those things, and uh, but yeah, divorce is never fun, especially when it comes down to the custody part. See, a lot of people get it tangled up that divorce and custody are one thing. No, the divorce is one thing, and then the custody of the kids is another thing. They just happen to put them in kind of the same document, right. um, and then that's where it really gets tricky. That's where um, you d- there's definitely a defined winner and loser here. And I'm a jealous type of father. I hate the fact that my kids have lived with two other stepdads. Like, I say this all the time. My stepdads, not my stepdads, but my children's stepdads will have spent more time with their kids, my own flesh and blood, than I ever will in my life. Because by the time, you know, they're adults and maybe they'll come back and say, here, Dad, we missed out on a lot of time. I want to hang out with you. They're adults. They're still not living with me, you all know. right. right. Yeah, so uh, it's those little things you miss and yeah. stuff.
1: Then you know, it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's like a, you know, sitting on the floor playing with blocks or whatnot. You know, it's yeah. just just the little things you, you miss.
0: Yeah, so. and, uh, and and people are vindictive too. It's it's amazing that it's been my experience, especially with my new st- the new stepfather of my kids. That he has really no boundaries. You know, I feel like there's a lot of shit talking about me that. Uh, you know, he ain't provided. he's never taught you how to, t- how to work on an engine. Well, if I knew how to work on an engine, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would have taught my kids how to work on an engine. You know, shame on me. But that isn't – that, that should not be a penalty against me or, or me yeah. being a father. Um, I feel like a lot of – there's a lot of step-parents out there who, who see uh, the, the natural parents of their kids as an enemy or, uh, or as a competitor – um, and I feel like there's a lot of insecurity through these p- these stepdads and stepmothers who want to take jabs at natural parents because they their their own insecurities they're jealous what if what if my wife or my husband finds some good looking again or they're also always communicating back and forth about the kids. What if they start flirting? Next thing you know, they're out at Applebee's having a fucking quesadilla burger. You know, I mean, what if these things?
1: Yeah, I didn't have that problem my first because uh, <clears throat> After we got divorced, we never really talked to each other again. Because yeah. the kids were old enough where everything just go through them anyway. Well, which, which isn't good. It's, it's not good to put the kids in the middle. Yeah. But um, that's how it was because uh, that one did not. we we did not get along so
0: yeah i mean i hate step parents like that but in in the same breath i'm also going to commemorate uh step parents for saying here it's brave to take on someone else's kids um i know i was never going to be that person never ever never ever i was never going to be that person um you know i'll date women would have other kids but i'm not going to really be a parent to them if they came to me for advice i would give them advice but i'm not going to be the person that's parenting them and saying here's how you should run your life and right and, you know, or even be a disciplinary. player. Like, I'm I'm not, I didn't want to be that parent. And uh, so there are good step-parents out there that, that do this. But uh, for the most part, it's been my experience that these step-parents are, uh, well, like I said, full of insecurities.
1: Once again, I, I never dealt with any of the, <clears throat> I think there was only one, st- yeah, there was only one step-parent. But, I mean, obviously there were other people around. But I never dealt with any of them uh because I lived out of state, first of all, mm-hmm. and then when I came around, it's it's not like they hung around for me to you know come come around. So, mm-hmm. so I think some of them actually made sure they weren't around when I came around.
0: So. Yeah, and I get super jealous too, because um, you know sometimes I I like to think the conversations I have with my kids is the conversation I have with my kids. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how much is my kids sharing with uh you know their stepdad, um, and it just might might raise questions or say, oh, well he he. He ain't this, he ain't that. Um, and also sometimes I wonder how many times uh, jealousy arrives and then you got the actual, like, mother or the father who are the natural parent um, just feed their ears full of bullshit that kind of turns you into the bad guy, you know?
1: Now, you know, um, th- th- this is this is when uh, <clears throat> I wish we had, like, a call-in show, but this is also when we start our new, new podcast. We're going to, uh, like, publish our um – Talking points weeks in advance, so yeah. people can send stuff in, and which would be a perfect addition to this show right
0: now. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's been through this, and uh, like I said, if we need some feedback here, we'll 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 go back through the stuff when we get it, and uh, maybe next week or a week after, and then we'll we'll take take some replies to it. Um, but uh, it's a difficult situation, and people cope differently because you know, I know. I was kind of generic when I went through my coping mechanism. I turned into a fucking slut, uh, a massive slut. And one of the reasons I yeah, turned. I remember I was there. Yeah, I was a player player. <laughs> I had a lot of, I called it the plate dance. I, you know, the women on a stick, or I should say women on my dick. I was trying to spin and keep it all afloat. Like I said, I remember I was there. Yes. they there. My cup runned over. <laughs> my cup runned over. My, <laughs> my friends were getting, they they were getting I, laid off, off my cup. I but, was uh, there. <laughs> but fucking uh, it wasn't exactly a healthy mechanism because there was a lot of times where I was just spending time with a woman to fill the depths, yeah. to fill the need to have a relationship, yeah. and um, whether it was physical or right. emotional. Right. And a lot of times, once they left, I felt really emptied again. So I would just fill it back up with a brand new girl coming over, and that felt empty. And I fill it back up again. So, yeah, you used to have uh, a lot. I remember was at food
1: line one time and, uh, and, and, and 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 you picked a girl up there and she came over later that night. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was picking them up everywhere. Pizza you know? lady. Yeah. Domino's. The day we looked like two gay guys on the back of the ski thing. Yeah. Picked yeah. up uh, a lady uh that does hair. I picked up a hairdresser yeah. that day. She was sitting on the dock. Yeah. We used yep. to
1: run around everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's another <laughs> funny thing. <laughs> so, so not to go down rabbit hole here. I used to have yeah. a wave runner. Um, <laughs> And uh, I think
1: we t- I don't know if we've told this or not i yeah.
0: I used to have a wave runner and uh it's amazing because George and i our lives have been parallel on so many things for, our first for di- a long time now our first first uh our first divorce we were definitely parallel because our wives had this playbook and we're going to talk about this playbook here in a little bit um, <laughs> but uh I had a red uh Yamaha wave runner and uh, it was a uh, it wasn't very fast at all it was like a 1200 maybe 800 and George was like, uh, what are you doing this week? And I was like, I'm going to go put my Wave Runner in. And he's like, he's like all right. And I was like, you want to come along? Sure. And I was like, we're going to look like a. I,
1: I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. You might have said it, but I'm not sure we ever really envisioned, oh, the two of us on the back of the Wave yeah, Runner. Yeah. But what the hell, right? Yeah, We didn't really care. Yeah.
0: So so we put it in, and off we go. The Wave Runner's working really incredible. We're out there doing splashy things and circles and cruising around. And all of a sudden, has no pressure coming out the, <laughs> the jet. Um, so we're like, what the hell? I'm just envisioning this. So, <laughs> so what well, the funny thing is too, if you, there's a bridge that goes over from, uh, Cape Carterhead, North Carolina into Emeril, North Carolina. And we're just kind of <laughs> off there playing in the water. And I'm pretty sure people can tell, but like, whoa, there's two men down there. <laughs> not, there's well, that, not, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. But well, it, it feels happened to today, Nobody even
0: noticed. Well today, but I think. Okay. You know, twelve years yeah. ago, I think people were like, 12 uh. years ago, yeah, because we would have been." We, we been uh, yeah. But so I'm out there hitting as hard as I can. So you see George, and we're both what six two, we're, six we're, one. We're six two we're, two we're fairly tall, hefty guys. Well, we were actually skinny by then. <laughs> well, we were we were fit. We were at our fighting weight. Right, right. And <laughs> George has a hold of me, like in a little bear hug, holding on. He wasn't. <laughs> <it> w- <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funny. A few years ago, a story might have embarrassed me, but I don't really yeah. that. But, uh, so the jet stopped working. It worked very l- – w- there was no power to it. <gasps> we're puttering. <laughs> <laughs> so we stopped at the sandbar. And we're like, what's going on here? And I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what got sucked up in and everything. Come find out it was the she- a she-shell that got sucked up, and it tore up a, a component of the jet thing that forces the pressure out. But we put back over, and uh, we're sitting at the dock there, and there's a lady sitting there, <laughs> pretty lady. she got a good tan. she got a good fit body on her, mm. and uh, she asked to go for a ride. <laughs> I'm like, um, it's not really working right now. I can take you out and do a couple circles like out there, but it's not really working. She's like, okay, that works. But she was sitting there waiting for uh, her friends to show up. But we traded phone numbers. Was and she uh, waiting on her husband? Mm-mm. She was waiting her oh, friends. Okay. I thought she was waiting on her husband. No, 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 no. no. Her husband was at home. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! So, but she came over and cut my hair, um, and then um, you know we made an adult decision. So
1: that is funny. Yeah, but, that, uh, that was a fun day.
0: But it was it was it was one for the record books. Right. But it, you know it's weird too because when you talk because. When you serve in the military, there's a lot of divorces, a lot Autumn, yeah. of divorces. So after deployments, um, it's got to oh run. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the story about Jody's, you know, for all our civilian friends out there and everything, uh, the story about Jody's, you know, the husband goes off in the van, Jody's already over, over at the house, you know, yep, making yep. mac and cheese, you know. Um, it's, remember, it's true. Uh,
1: I remember I was on a deployment one day, and uh, one time know <coughs> Excuse me. And you know everybody jokes about that too, and uh, one one guy one guy was like, "Well, what are you gonna do when you get home and your your wife has her boyfriend over there?" And he was like, "I don't give a shit as long as he's got beer in the fridge, you know, I'll just <laughs> I'll just, yeah. I'll just, I'll just going out to the garage or whatever." But you know, he was joking, of course. But there was another guy I knew. He used to always go around and tell everybody, "I bet your wife's fucking around on you. I bet she's screwing around every week." Well, come to find out, it was his wife that was doing that with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. That was terrible when yeah. we got back and he found that out. It was terrible. Well yeah. But he's still married to her today.
0: Well, maybe they worked it out. Yep. There's a another statistic out there. When I was going through my divorce, I read a lot of books on divorce and just uh, and then I read a lot of handbooks for uh, you know, uh, male rights, uh through uh you know, custody, this and that and other. Um, but that's another statistic that couples who work out through uh <coughs> Um, marital affairs they actually come out the other end stronger and the marriage lasts longer if not all the way to death really um, I don't remember Hold the no stats no, to no, it but I it's that, it's yeah. um, hmm. the studies out there and a lot of times um, it goes back to here we went through something that's that's difficult and they learned how to communicate yeah. so once mm-hmm. they learned the communication and got it all down right? right. they were able to actually make the marriage work good yeah. um, for them but it seems like everyone I talk to, women have the same playbook. I mean, to me, it seems like they come out of the vajayjay, and as soon as they're able to read, there's like the fairy divorce godmother comes down and goes, here's the playbook. Keep it tucked away and do not allow men to have it or read it. And it's just like the secret among women. Um, but usually, most of the times, it feels like, at least to me, divorce happens in the middle of the night It seems Seems like like a secret of darkness. Seems like it just came out of nowhere. Just boom, (laughs) I'm leaving you. Um, I know that's how it happened with my first marriage. Not my first marriage, my only marriage. But that's how it
1: happened with my first. When I went out of town and when I came back, I had papers. Uh,
0: You know, uh, my my wife said, uh, "Here, I'll meet you down in North Carolina." Because I had orders from Ohio down here to North Carolina, and um, loaded up everything. She had no intentions to meet me down in Jacksonville. I remember. Um, I remember and i never saw it coming we we pat- patted it out the night before we 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 kind of cried saying i'm gonna miss you it's gonna be it's gonna be a short two months because i had i think i had another two months left but we want to get logan down here enrolled mm-hmm. in school instead going to school for two months taking him out and then starting a new school right. so but yeah uh the playbook was the same then there was radio silence for about a month then um, she came out, and she had her parents backing financially because she couldn't afford a lawyer. Next thing you know, I'm going to serve papers um, and all this other stuff. And then come find out, there was another dude. Paul Blart. Yeah. Um, so when I look at the the divorce playbook, and I talk to the Marines that I served with who had divorces, because I was admin, there's was, there was always some sort of paperwork had to be done. It almost seemed, um, you know, like uh, – it seemed like, you know, one generation, one person got divorced, one lady got divorced, and goes, here's how you do it. <laughs> and it's passed it she, on and passed it on and passed it on. She
1: wrote that pamphlet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Well, they, all, they, they do use a lot of the same words, too. You, know? you, you got to listen. But once you hear certain words, you're like, oh, this is deja vu. I've heard this before. So, so, so then you start paying the real attention. So name a couple of words. Uh, it just happened. It that's, just happened. That's the one that the, a lot of them like to use. It yeah. just happens. So. It just
0: happened. Yeah. No, nothing uh,
1: just happens. Nothing just happens.
0: No, it so. all comes loose. Yeah. It is.
1: You'd already you'd already made up your mind at that point, and uh, and and you let it happen. So you know, but uh, and and it's, and and you know and, and 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 I'm not saying any of this is to my situation. We're just saying in general because I've had another wife before too. So we're saying, and what we've seen in the Marine Corps and all that. So, but uh, yeah. but. Uh, what was I, I going to go with that?
0: And hardly yeah. rarely have I ever seen or, or known a, a man to initiate the divorce. Yeah. I To me, uh, from my experience in life, that seems to be a rarity. Yeah, I'm not sure me. I've ever seen that. Now, obviously uh, it happens, but that's probably because
1: he found somebody else wants to move on or maybe uh, dumping his older wife, going to somebody younger or something. I don't know, but... Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm sure it happens, but I've never seen that myself either. It's, it's usually the woman because, I guess, like I said, the guy gets complacent, doesn't pay attention, uh, doesn't know what's going on. Or, yeah. I mean, it could be a, a other means. It could be other reasons also, but I'm thinking that's probably, like, the biggest one.
0: So, yep. Yeah. So, speaking of Playboys, there's actually a publication out there. It's, it's, there's a book out there called Damn. It's, how, it's called uh, How to Destroy a Man Now, <laughs> a handbook. Um, and it's, it's it was written by uh, – uh, a doctorate in psychology. Um, so there's literally a, a handbook out there to take a man down in workplaces and through divorce. So mm. um, so for y'all ladies out there, if you need a handbook or the handbook's finally published, it's called Damn. And it's by um, a lady named Angela Confidential. So that's kind of weird, but whatever.
1: Well, all righty then. We're going to wrap that up on the, on divorce. But like I say, if you got anybody got any stories out there, want to share any stories, uh, know any good ones. Yeah. Drop us an email at uh, two men in a shed, totally uncensored at gmail.com. That's the number two, not the word two.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Divorce is a hard thing. And the last thing I want to say is that, um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel, no there matter is. what you're going through. There um, there are people out there to help. Um, divorce is never a reason for suicide put that out there divorce is never a reason for self-harm and divorce is no reason for destruction um
1: you think that you you you, you sometimes you'll get to that point but you got it you got to remember you you know you got to remember kids you got to remember this other stuff you just got to push it through to the other side because at the end of the day you kill yourself yeah you you took care of your pain but you're not hurting really anybody else for i mean you hurt your kids but if you're trying to hurt your ex they're gonna be, they'll be like, well, okay. I was divorced them anyway. Yeah, I divorced, whatever. Yeah, I got my done. new one. So, you know, so you're not
0: really. You're if anything's gonna make them mad at you, because yeah. now their son they're gonna say, well, your 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 father committed suicide. Now you got to grieve with them. Yeah. Now it's more work for them. They're gonna yeah. be like, this motherfucker was such a pussy. They're gonna hate you even more. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do it. So so get counseling. Do marriage counseling or, you know, get some counseling for yourself going through it. And just, also,
1: just well, I'm sorry to cut you off there. If, if your
0: wife does mention marriage counseling, uh, do it. <laughs> so what are you going to lose? Exactly. Do it. Don't be stupid. Do it. What are you going to lose? There's nothing to lose right there. Don't, um,
1: don't think just time apart is going to fix it because that's not going to do it. So mm-hmm. Now, that I am speaking from experience. So yeah.
0: No. Yep. So what a, what is it uh separation makes your heart grow fonder that yeah. isn't always true no, in a lot of cases didn't, it didn't really
1: work didn't really yeah. work this time yeah. so uh but yeah if anything
0: the counseling is going to teach you how to communicate
1: well and, and that it also lets you at least get together to see each other once a week or whatnot you know and yeah. maybe have a dinner together something like that yeah. so where you can continue to talk about things and work on yeah. things but if you just say no like i did and I'll be honest, I don't know why I said no. I really don't yeah, know why I said no. Chris. It's
0: been my experience too. You can't go to counseling and not practice things you talk about counseling outside well, yeah, the counselor's office. Yeah, that's true. Office. Yeah, you have, you to, be able have able to apply, apply it. it. You, you have to, be able you to apply work it and, and so. practice it. So. Um, and it may sound funny, but um, you know the Marine Corps, the, the services are full of uh, all kinds of marriage camps and this that, and yep. other. Might sound silly, yep. but um, from people who have went, their marriages have been successful. So yep. there's there's some sort of stock and go into those, some sort of dividends that get paid off. Yep, so
1: yep, I agree. I agree. So we highly recommend that. So, uh, anything else on, on this subject?
0: No. Um, I'm happy we touched on this, this, this hard to talk about subject. No one ever shares their experiences or at least the way we have, um, or, you no, know, the, no. the, you know, the heart aches and the up. And, and lastly, divorce, if you're in an abusive relationship, get the fuck out. Yeah, too. Definitely get out you got to get out of that shit. You got to find your own happiness. And, uh, that's the key to it all. Yep. You, you got to be happy. If you're if you're not happy in your marriage, then you got to look at yourself and say, then maybe maybe divorce is it. But it's it's hell going through. Yep. It's hell going through. So definitely so.
1: All right, Chris, let's, let's do
0: a little rapid fire. action. Oh, I love rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: a prison guard, forty three year old female, got caught smuggling drugs and rice krispie treats. She smuggled in four amphetamine pills. At a South Carolina women's prison, she was arrested.
0: Let's talk about this for a moment. Remember that th- those those people in New York's New York State Penitentiary that, that they went on a run, and it was a female prisoner, prison guard that let them out. Do you remember that oh, story? Oh yeah, I
1: watched that. I watched that documentary not too long ago. Actually.
0: Like, what are these prison, what are these prisoners saying to these guards that really can convince them and put everything on the line? For someone who's already fucking locked up, like how weak of a person are you?
1: <laughs> it makes no sense, doesn't it?
0: So, so <laughs> this lady, so the prison guard gets approached by probably someone who, who has money or can pay them money on the outside, and say, here, let's sneak these in. I, I want to know these conversations.
1: I thought of that same thing.
0: I want to know these conversations. And, and, and how enticing is it all that here's a person that's saying, not only am I going to risk... Bringing drugs into a federal prison, but I'm bringing drugs into a fucking federal prison. You know, <laughs> at like,
1: what at what point did that sound like a good idea? Uh, uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I it's, mean, it's these maybe there needs to be better screening for these prison guards because, like, they're
1: well, most prison guards are just want to be cops. So,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: From what I what I've seen, I've never been in prison, but that's from what I've seen. So, but all right. An Iowa man he threatened to blow up a McDonald's because he went through the drive-through, got his order, got home, and he did not have any any sauce with his nuggets. So he called him up and threatened to blow up their building. So obviously he was arrested and charged with a felony.
0: Well, I was want to examine his outside stressors that makes him stressed. That that was the one point. Well,
1: I can I can I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That
0: was the one point that sent him off. But <laughs> yeah. from from fucking this French fry saga that you had with fucking Dairy Queen.
1: <laughs> well, I could <laughs> you feel, know I could feel his pain a little bit because I I know just not too long ago I, I was at Sheets I think it might have been Sheets I can't remember it doesn't really matter but I have got my stuff I'm I'm heading home and and you want the sauce you want the mayonnaise you want whatever you. Ha- and and that to me that was i just i couldn't wait and there was no stop they didn't put mine in the bag either so i can feel him but i'm i'm not going to call and threaten to blow up their building either
0: no that's a bit extreme but uh like i said i want to know what else is going on in this man's life that that was the point that put him over there she's like you know what i'm gonna fucking blow up this mcdonald's true, true. that may you have know. been
1: the, the straw but br- maybe he yeah. w- maybe his wife found divorce that morning maybe
0: know. maybe found out that he was getting a, uh, 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 never mind oh no, no. But, <laughs> but, 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 but the caveat <laughs> off of that
1: the caveat a 23 year old college student in france called in a bomb threat to the school because he didn't want to see his parents so I, so, I, so
0: you call in a bomb threat to the school well, that I, keeps it, you at home.
1: It didn't go very. It didn't go in uh, detail. Uh, I, I think his parents were coming to visit him at the school. I think. I really mean, sure. it's the French. Yeah, what it, do you expect exactly. here? I mean, come but on. One more caveat off of that: a New Orleans man was charged with threatening to blow up a restaurant, but when the cops arrested him, he said, "I meant my bowel movement."
0: That's clever. That's. That's legit, maybe. That's clever, because I say that all the time. I'm about to blow this shit <laughs> up. I'm about to blow it <laughs> up. And so whoever fucking turned him in was not... They, they're they taking their job way too serious, you know? <laughs> Especially if he was headed to the restroom. That is true. That's if he true. was headed to the restroom, he was like, I'm about to blow this bitch up.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know we've all heard about the, the Texas Democrats uh, being... Um, heroes and all, and fleeing Texas because they didn't want to partake in a vote that they knew they were going to lose, right? you you won that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were all vaccinated. They all made this big show of getting on these charter buses, you know, showing their beer. you know, no masks on, even though, you know, Democrats love masks. Then they all get on their charter plane that taxpayers and stuff are probably paying for, and no masks, and they go to Washington, D.C., meet with Pelosi and Biden, and, you know, we're heroes. Y'all need to get rid of the filibuster, blah, 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 blah. Well... Most of them have contacted um, Chinese virus.
0: And they're vaccinated. And they're vaccinated. This is weird because if you look at the Yankees, the Yankees had a whole... The whole Yankee team was vaccinated, and now they're getting it. Uh, Bill Maher, even... He, he had a monologue. He goes, well, I couldn't do my show the past couple of days because I got the virus, and I'm vaccinated. He's like, I don't know what to tell you all. Mm-hmm. i tell you, you get vaccinated, but here <laughs> I got it. I don't know what to yeah, tell you all. That's true. And then... This is the the bigger, deeper problem is that they tap this shit down so far that you, it takes work and effort to find where these vaccinations aren't working. And they're coming more prevalent, more prevalent. But, you know, uh, big tech is in the bed with government saying, nope. here, you can't let these stories out there. Right. Here's the stories you let go get vaccinated. So it's once again, it's it's. They say it's misinformation when you post shit about the vaccination, but then when you hear things like people from the Texas government getting the Chinese virus...
1: But it's the Biden-Harris administration that's 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 trying to dictate to Facebook and them uh, uh, to delete stuff about the vaccinations and all that. Because, well, like you said, they don't want it out. They want yeah. everybody to go get it to make yeah. their, their numbers look good. Yeah. But, like you just said, here, a story like this, they, they, don't they don't want out
0: there. They don't want out there. They don't want people to s- see this and know this. And I'm sure the vaccination is is working for, you know, many more people than this. Mm-hmm. But when but when you see the, the, the same people who are pushing the vaccine onto people, Still getting it. It, may, it, it. There's a lot of questions there. It's like, why should I fucking get it? Yep.
1: Well, um, and, uh, and on uh, another note, Pelosi, who was making everybody wear a mask constantly in the chambers, um, her staff got infected, too, due to these t- Texas Democrats. So.
0: And I'm pretty sure they're vaccinated. Yep. Oh, you know they are. They, they probably got the first fucking, as soon as, they probably got the first bottles coming off the fucking mm. pharma line, yep. you know? Yep.
1: All right, uh, XMLB star reveals he got, he's getting a divorce from his wife after she had an affair with her church pastor. You know, Chris, I've I, let me just tell people here, I I, I I know this one, don't send your wife to church by herself.
0: Especially if she's emotional and needed support from, she needs prayer. That's probably how they say it. Do you need prayer? Yeah. Do you need prayer?
1: Yeah, don't don't do it people. Don't you let wife go to church by herself, okay? You need prayer?
0: Cuz obviously with this story and Get on um, your knees and let's pray.
1: And others it does not work out. It does not come
0: Get out. Get on yeah. your knees and let's <laughs> pray. I'll hey, stand stop, up. I'll stand up. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. But hey, here he, uh, This guy should be fucking fired from fucking ministry. Should he be. shouldn't have a church. Should be. Should be. He, he his his uh, whatever tax thing One, should be revoked. Well, apparently he, never pre- um,
1: apparently he never preached the ninth commandment either because he don't know what it is.
0: It's it just, to me, why does these people of the cloth get by with it? I don't know. Um, and if you're a person in the cloth, if you really, truly believe that shit, you would never put yourself in the position. I'm a firm believer that every person that has ever had an affair or cheats on their boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't have to be married, put themselves in the position to do it. Oh, I didn't mean to trip into that dick. Oh, that dick just – I didn't mean to fall on the ground and next thing you know, that dick fell into me. It just happened. You know, it just happened, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to, to trip over the stump and land into her oomph. No. These people put themselves in positions to make it work. It's just like fucking driving a car. You got to put gas in it to get anywhere. The yep. flirtation is the gas, and he I mean, get there. Yeah, you know what's going to happen.
1: Well, I mean, they make up their mind, and yes, they will to get there. Like they might go to a dinner or something, you know. And, uh, knowing, um, you know, it's they they basically want to get there. So.
0: And and maybe and just maybe this MOB player's wife just want to put a check in the box and bang out a preacher. Never know. And maybe she just was too much temptation. What? I was tempted by the. I was tempted by the saint. Oh, she's hot. She she's hot as hell. I was yeah. tempted. The serpent got to me. Yeah, I saw the picture. She's I hot. said I prayed, I sanctified, but the <laughs> temptation was too much. She's a hot blonde. Mm. I need to go walk in the desert for 30 days and 30 nights. I need. Okay. 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 Asshole a we, Chris. Um, I'm going to go with, I think you and I talked about this off air, but I'm going to go with the, 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 the beer server at this fucking brewery. Ding, ding, ding. That yeah. is my two. <laughs> beer server at the, this brewery. Because he was just... He was a douchebag. You know, I hate people who walk behind the counter and they scoot their feet. And he was a feet scooter. He was a shuffler. I don't like that. Like, pick up your fucking feet, have a little bit of fucking, you know, pep in your step, and and pour the fucking beers, Yeah. you know? Well, and then, you know what, And and then... He would be condescending
1: because you kept saying you wanted this beer, but it wasn't labeled as it was labeled yeah. differently. So he he's like talking down to you when their shit's not even labeled right, you know? Yeah. Condescending. Yeah. So asshole. He he was an asshole. Yeah. Asshole a week for both of us. Yes. So. Yeah. All righty. So uh, yeah, we're right on target here, Chris. Right at about an hour. Yeah,
0: we're doing good with this little new format. I tell you,
1: our format's really starting yeah. to work. And once we we're not going to we're not going to talk about our new stuff coming down because we always keep hitting snags and. Well, I mean, we're just going to remind you, we will have a new one coming out soon called The Right Truth. Uh, We just don't know a a launch date again now, so I apologize once again. But just keep listening to us here as we improve the format that's going to be on the other one, and we're just going to keep improving every week. Chris.
0: Absolutely. Once again, loyal listeners and new listeners, tell five people about it. Um, Feel free if you know a uh, person that has a small business, medium business, or even a large business, and they feel like advertising on our podcast. We are international, and – we we our, our our wingspan has stretched stretched far and wide, so um, it'd be beneficial if, if companies want to get uh, out from their local business into uh, maybe interstate business or something. So feel free reach us out for it if you want to advertise on us too.
1: righty, that's all I got for this week.
0: Yep, thank you all for listening.
1: Bye bye. Y'all have a great week. Bye. bye.